What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Tuesday training. I'm your host, Bob McIntosh, and I'm excited to walk you all through today how to generate more leads from your website. So if you're just popping in, I would love if you could drop a comment and say hello. If you're watching the replay, drop a comment that says replay. Just let me know. I always like to know where people are coming from, what they're doing, how they're doing it, how they're viewing this content, all of the above. It's always good to know um, you know, from a marketing standpoint, where everybody is. So as I said in last week's training, which will be uh, is linked inside of the guides, each one of these trainings will be available for replay. So if you can only pop on for a minute or two, you need to leave, you are welcome to stay for as long as possible, but it'll be available for replay at any point in time in the future. Just pop over to the guide section within Facebook and you'll see those there. The only thing that I ask is if you are watching this, being a part of it, you are um, you know, streaming in, watching the replay. There's only one small thing you can do to pay for this training, and that's to invite three friends. That's it. Just find, I mean, look, if you got more, great, invite them. But at least uh, invite three people. We want to grow this group and just let people know, hey, there's great information for real estate investors out there. And this is a part of that training going forward. So without any further ado, we are going to drop into it. And... Uh, let's start with this. So when we look at doing real estate investing, no matter what market, what area, anything, right? We understand, we have to understand how important digital marketing is, right? Specifically our website, our social media presence, all of these things make a huge difference in our ability to potentially close more deals um, in the future. And uh, actually you guys, hang on me one second. We're just going to do this. Make sure the settings are set right pin that okay um and uh when we look at um the ability for us to do more deals if our website is out of date um looks old is has misinformation on it or um you know is just not accurate uh, we're going to lose out on deals all day long so one of the biggest things uh, that we talked about in last week's training was the importance of follow-up and having a great system for follow-up in your business well one of the other important factors is having a great website. And so today I want to share with you, how do we get a great website so that we can close more deals? Because I'm going to tell you right now, your website may not necessarily make you money. Like they may not always fill out the web form and come in through your website, but it will absolutely cost you money if you don't have it set up the right way. If you don't have the right design factors, you don't have everything done the right way, you are absolutely leaving money on the table as investor with whatever marketing you're currently doing. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to have Great marketing moving forward. So let's take a look at how this looks as we go forward. Well, the most important thing that we can do is build trust, right? When we talk about becoming uh, a real estate investor and working with sellers, buyers, uh, private money lenders, even agents for that matter, we're often talking about the most expensive thing that they will ever buy or sell or lend in their entire life. And so we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars in most cases, not a $10 item or a $20 item or something insignificant that they're not going to really care about or focus too much on, right? And so we have to build trust more so than any other brand out there um, or any other business really out there. Trust is one of the most critical factors um, of success when it comes to uh, building a successful real estate business and making sure that people know who we are online. If we've got their trust, we'll have the ability to close more deals. Uh, 
So here's the 10 elements. We're gonna walk through each of these, um, or we'll, we'll get to them in a second. Um, but you gotta build a great website. If you wanna have trust, the first thing to do is build a great website, because guess what? If you don't have a great website, the first thing that they're gonna do after they Google you is leave. Why? Because they're gonna look at your site and they're going to judge you based on what you've built. And this is not just me saying this, there's actually data and science to back this up. So 93% of people will actually search the web before buying. Now that's not, nothing surprising, right? People have been doing that for years now, nothing new there. But what is new is one of these other stats. 94% will base their impression of your business on the web design, not your content, not your information, not your videos, not your experience, not the properties and projects you've done in the past, literally just on your web design, that's going to be where 94% of people base their impression of your business. It's just, does your web design look good? So if you're running an old dated design, guess what? You're already behind the eight ball. You're already uh, setting yourself up as a lesser impression than someone who's got a great design. And then 75% will judge the business credibility from the website. Well, we know if they're looking at web design to base the impression and they're judging credibility from the website, we can deduce that most people are judging your business credibility from the design of your site. And so, again, if you are not focused on providing um, a great web experience and a good design for people, you're leaving money on the table. Um, because guess what? 75% of people are saying, no, nah, I'm good. I think I'm just going to leave. Okay. Now, next, uh, which is really crazy to me, 40% will actually leave your site if it takes more than three seconds to load up content. Now, what does that mean for us as investors? Well, it means that what we're seeing, not just for us, but also for every website, is that pages are getting longer and longer and longer and longer and longer. And that's because we can usually load up the first one or two scrolls very quickly. And then even if it takes, let's say, five, six, 10 seconds to load up the rest of that page, the perception is that it loaded faster than that because when I went to scroll to the content, it was already there. But look at this. If you, uh, if your site doesn't load up in three seconds or less, so I want you to go over to your site, um, not read the second, obviously, you're watching the video, but when you have a chance at the, after this video is over, go to your website and count one, two, three. If your site took longer than that to load up for a user, they've already left and gone someplace else. Why? Because people are impatient. They don't want to spend a lot of time looking at your site, thinking about it, waiting for it to load up. They're, they're not there. Now, it might be that, hey, you load up the main content and then maybe the video loads up a little bit later, you know, in second, you know, four or five, or maybe the longer, you know, if you have a longer page, it loads up a little bit longer than that. That's okay too. But it's got to be that initial content. The first one, two scrolls. When I say two scrolls, imagine a phone. I put my finger at the bottom. Up to the top is one, back to the bottom, up to the top is two. Those first two scrolls absolutely need to load up in less than three seconds. Ideally, the whole site should load up pretty quickly. Um, but if you can get at least those first two scrolls, you should be okay. All right. Um, next thing is going to be 38% will actively stop browsing a website if it's unattractive. So even if you load up the site quickly, if your design is off key, 40% are going to leave. So 94% are basing their impression on your design. 75% are judging your credibility from your design. And 38% are leaving if your design is out of date. It's never been more important to have a great designed website, which is one of the focuses of our company. We make sure that we design 
great websites from not just from a content standpoint and the usability standpoint, but actually from a design standpoint. And it's also why for all of our real estate investor sites, we issue annual design updates. So once a year, we'll push down to all of our real estate investors updates on design. So that way, so long as you're with us, you've always got the latest and greatest. You never have to worry about your site being out of design and losing out on potential business because you bought a site five years ago and it hasn't changed since then. Look, I get it. I know how important it is. That's why we designed our services in this way. Um, because look, there's no point in having a great website uh, if it's not going to also drive leads. And if we're losing 40% plus of our business because the design is out of date, we're already setting ourselves up for failure in the long term. So make sure that you have a great design website, whether it's from my team or somebody else's. I do. I'd love for you to use my team. And by the way, if you don't know, just reach out, shoot me a DM or drop a comment on this saying, hey, how do I get your team to build a great design site for me? We've got very affordable options for new investors and for experienced investors alike. Okay. So let's talk about the 10 elements of a great website. There are 10 unique things that you need to do on a website to make sure that it is um, the best it can possibly be from a user standpoint. So first is going to be navigation. Make sure that whoever comes to your site can find what they're looking for. Now, as real estate investors, we deal with a lot of different kinds of people. We've got motivated sellers, we've got retail buyers, investor buyers, agents, private money lenders, contractors, all these different folks, and all of them want something different. They're looking for something different, and they have different um, motivations for being there. And so we have to speak to each of those people differently, which means you have to have pages for each of those people. Now, here's where things get more interesting. Who do we focus our site on? Well, the answer is it depends. If you are like most investors and you want to get deals, like you're, you're saying right now, Bob, it's hard to find great deals, then sellers are going to be the first and foremost. If you've got no problem finding deals, then the main page should probably be whoever it is you're trying to track the most of because you want to make that the easiest as possible. But what we have found is that for most investors, we simply focus on sellers first. And even if you don't need more deals, we put sellers first because sellers, especially motivated sellers, right? They tend to be more flaky, right? Like they're dealing with problems. They don't want to go hunting. They want the information they want right now. They're already in a bad mental place more than likely because of their financial stress. Because almost always, right? If someone's selling, even if the property itself is distressed, usually they're letting it go for cheap and they're motivated to sell because they're in some sort of financial distress. And it might be not necessarily that they're actually distressed, but maybe they can't afford the house, they inherited it, they don't want that payment, they just want to get their money and go, whatever the reason might be, but there's usually money behind that. And whenever there's money involved in something, um, we want to focus on those folks first because they're the most likely to leave and go someplace else if what they're looking for is not readily and easily available. So we usually focus our site on having sellers first on the main page, and then everyone else we deal with has a very easy to find page in the navigation. Why? Because that's what we find tends to work best uh, because private money lenders and agents and contractors and most of their folks, they'll take the time to go find what they want because they're not in a rush. They're not in a, a negative situation. So make it easy, utilize navigation in that way. Number two, visual design. Obviously, we just talked about this, how important design is. Um, and I can't necessarily give you, oh, here's the specifics of what good design looks like. You know, you'll, but you'll know it when you see it. It's no different than when you look at cars, right? If I were to ask you, tell me the specific um, 
features and design elements of cars that make them look modern right now, you would have to kind of go, well, I, I don't know, but I know when I see it, it looks, it looks new. Like it looks different, right? Well, same goes with design. So I can't, I'm not going to give you the specifics because honestly, it doesn't matter. You'll know if it's good or not. When you look at a site, you're going to say, yeah, yeah, that's, that's you know, not necessarily bad, but definitely dated. It's definitely a little older versus something newer. Okay. Number three, unique content. This one's a bit more difficult as real estate investors, because look, in your local market, you are the same as every other investor. And what I mean by that is when you buy a house, you go through the same process. When you sell a house, you go through the same process. When you borrow money for a deal, you go through the same process. The terms of each of those might be different, right? What you offer might be different, but it's all the same process at the end of the day. So how do you stand out and become unique as a real estate investor? Well, the answer to that that's the easiest is you. You become the differentiator, right? So if this was my business and I was on, uh, you know, it was my real estate business, I would put me on a video. Why? Because one, if I'm on the video, right, and they watch the video and then I'm the one that shows up their house to talk to them, to sit across from the kitchen table and get them to sign the paperwork to sell their house, that bridge of trust that we have to build is built that much faster. Number two is that you are the only one of you, which means when they see you on the site and you talk about it, you talk about your family or your situation or what you're doing or how you're operating or what got you into real estate or whatever you know your unique situation is, well, it's unique to you. No one else can have the same exact situation. Um, even if their situation is similar, they're not you, so it can't be 100% um, copycat, you are the uniqueness. So if you are comfortable, let folks see you. And if you're like, Bob, I don't want to be on video on my site. It's not my jam. I'm not, uh, I'm not comfortable with that. That's okay too. You don't have to be on video, but post some pictures of you. Go get a photo shoot done. If you don't know, like, by the way, photo shoots are really, really easy and inexpensive. Um, I hired people in Chicago and LA for around 500 bucks for an hour to do a photo shoot and edit up. And I got like 60 plus photos. Okay, this is and, and by the way, you can go onto uh, Craigslist or places like that and find even a college kid who do a whole lot more than that for probably cheaper than that. But understand that, like, look, it's not hard to get a bunch of great content for you to include on your site so that you can become the unique part uh, part of it. Now, obviously, when we talk about SEO and things of that nature, we want to have unique content. But this is a, di it's a different topic for a different time. Right now, we're just talking about the elements of a great site. Unique content, you being you, is going to be a huge differentiating factor. Number four is going to be user-friendly. If you're ever unsure if a site is going to be uh, user-friendly or not, well, the simplest way to find out if your site is or isn't is to give your site to someone who's obviously over the age of about 65 or 70 right now and ask them to do specific things that you might want your users to do and see how they do. If they can't figure out how to do what you ask them to do, then your site's not very user-friendly. If they can, then you're probably good to go. And I know like that might seem facetious to say, but at the end of the day, um, user-friendliness is not determined by us, it's determined by the people who are at our site. And so we can also use like heat mapping and mouse tracking software to see if they click on a lot of places. We can also tell through um, tracking software if they're going to pages and then back and a different page and then back and a different page and then back. Well, then it may not be the most user-friendly because we're not clearly getting them to where they want to be. So things like that are how we tell. And this is all, by the way, this is all testing that we do on our sites to make sure our sites are as user-friendly as possible um, when we build them. And then number five is going to be interaction. So interaction really comes around in a sense of 
how do we stimulate as many learning modalities as possible on the site? We've got visual, kinesthetic, auditory, right? Those are the three primary ones that covers most everyone that we have. Um, and when we look at these different things, right? Well, we can uh, stimulate uh, visual and auditory people by simply including a video. That covers both of those, right? Um, kinesthetic, how do we get those people involved? Well, the easiest way is that as you scroll down the site, images, pictures, and text should fade in and out, move up and down, become bigger or smaller, little things like that. Not too much, right? Because we don't want to overwhelm the site and make it feel cheesy. But having some of that interaction so that as they scroll through, things are happening, gets their kinesthetic motion going. Um, in addition to obviously video, they have to click play. Um, but in most cases, if we're scrolling through content, that's how we're going to engage those folks. Um, the other thing that we can do with interaction is offer them things to do. So fill out a form, you know, click this button to make a phone call, uh, go here for more information. Things of that nature are also considered interaction and can be hugely powerful in driving more leads as you go along. Okay, um, number 10, that, uh, or sorry, uh, the next five is six, bleh, I'm, wow, guys, I'm all over the place today, I apologize. Number six in the list of 10 is information availability. So this is one of those ones that's also changed more recently uh, than in the past. And that is, if you would talk to me even five years ago, I would have said, hey, gate information, put something in front of it, ask for a name, an email, a phone, get something in exchange for giving them the information about it. But here's what's happened. In the last few years, more and more newer investors have hit the market. And in an attempt to get more leads over everybody else, they're providing more and more and more and more information. So what's actually happening now is the opposite. If you gate information too early, you're actually creating a negative user experience because they can go find that information from somebody else without having to give you their name and email. So what we're actually finding is from an information availability standpoint, providing all the information up front and saying, here it all is. And then if you want to talk or you need help with this or you still have more questions, right, then give me your information, your name, email, phone, et cetera. By doing it this way, you actually change um, you actually change the availability from a user standpoint and their perception. And because they feel like they've got more information from you, the natural reciprocity comes back in and they say, oh, you gave to me without asking. I want to give back to you. They do that by filling out the form at the end of the day. So the more we give, actually, we're finding the more that you're actually able to get people to give you their information. Just like videos like this, right? Like, I'm happy to give you all the secrets of a great website. Why? Because I know that for most of you, you're never going to spend nearly as much time as I have and my team has in building a great website. Because you have other things that are more important for you to focus on, like raising money and finding deals and those things. That's why we can become experts. I'm happy to share what makes it good so now you know. And that way you also know when you hire me or any team for that matter, but hopefully me, um, you already know that, hey, these are the things I want. And I know Bob knows these things because he talked about them and they all made sense to me, right? So information availability. By the way, if you haven't figured this out yet with me and you will through this training, I am happy to, yeah, like the things that I teach you to do about digital marketing are literally the things I'm doing on digital marketing. It's very meta, if you will, um, and not in the Facebook meta way, but the, in the term meta. All right, let's keep going. Number seven, intuitiveness. Can people intuitively figure out how to do the things that you want them to do? Now, this kind of goes back to the user-friendly aspect, right? Um, but in this case, you know, say, tell the, give it to that same person and say, hey, 
uh, I want you to pretend you really need to sell your house uh, and you want to reach me to find out how much you can get for your house. Okay, give them an instance, a for instance, or a situation in which your visitor might be likely to find themselves. And by doing that, you'll find out how intuitive your site is or is not. Because when they go through to use the site, if it's not very intuitive, they're going to get frustrated. They're going to tell you they can't figure it out. They're not going to accomplish it. And more than likely, they're going to either give up or give you a frustrated look and say, I, I don't know. And if any of those things happen, then you've already lost. So you got to change your setup at that point in time. Okay. Understand that those things make a huge difference as we go along in the user experience, which ultimately makes more difference in who actually puts their information into my site for me to learn and grow with. Okay. Um, number eight is going to be branding. Obviously, it sounds cheesy to say this, but make sure that all of your stuff matches. So put your logo on, right? So you see my logo on my shirt. You see my logo, uh, where we got here, um, right? You know, I'm off my shoulder, this direction. I don't know, whichever direction. Off my shoulder there. One of these directions, right? I got it mirrored, so it's, uh, it's confusing me. Um, you see that my name right down here is in yellow as well, which matches our yellow from our logo. All of this branding, even my slides, right? Look at my slides. The coloring of my slides matches our 3DC branding. Why? Because branding is super important, especially when we talk about building trust. When it comes to building trust with people, we have to build that bridge and branding helps that bridge be built faster. Why? Because if I bought into the idea of giving you my information, working with you in some capacity, um, going deeper into your site, filling out the information on a landing or squeeze page, then I bought into you, your company, what you might have to offer. And if I go from one brand over here to a totally different looking brand over here, when I go from, you know, and I see this, by the way, all the time, a lot of the big guys out there, they have, oh, we got squeeze pages already built for you. Okay, well, that's great. But if the branding's off point, what ends up happening is it creates a disconnection. They go, is it the same company? Is it the same people? I think it is, but now I'm not sure, right? And that doubt creeps in. And because that doubt creeps in, it actually erodes the bridge of trust instead of building it faster. Whereas what we do with all of our uh, sites for our investors is if you want a landing page or a squeeze page, we build it on your actual core site. It'll still be a landing squeeze page, same idea and functionality, right? But it'll be branded and look and feel exactly like your core site so that when they fill out that information, right, and then they go to the next step, it's always on the same URL and it looks and feels the same, which helps your trust level increase, which means you're more likely to close more deals, okay? All right, number nine, conversions. It drives me crazy how few sites are actually truly focused on converting. Look, the whole point of a website, there's only a couple of things a website does. Number one, communicate who we are, what we do and how we do it. Number two, drive conversions. And number three, provide credibility. Those are the three things I want my site to do. Everything else it can do is ancillary, but it needs to do those three things. Okay, and we'll talk about one of those here, number 10, but number nine is conversions because I actually want people to put their information in. If I'm spending the time, money, and effort to build out marketing that goes certain places, to build out marketing that hits um, all of these people across my local market and they come to my website, I don't wanna make it difficult for them to give me their information, which is why you will almost never see in any of our sites that we build, including our investor template site, right? You will never go more than probably about two, maybe three scrolls without seeing 
some form of call to action to convert. And it could be a button that opens a pop-up. It could be an actual form itself. It could be a phone number. Um, it could be anything, right? But I want to make it as easy as possible for someone to convert because if I don't make it easy, they will go someplace else that does, right? So focus on conversions. And further to that, um, to that is that we actually use something called conversion science. So all of our sites are built with what I developed, uh, uh, a science that I developed called conversion science. And this is a unique science built on NLP, eye tracking, mouse movement, and other various factors that I understand about web design and development. And we built our sites to actually incorporate um, the science and conversion. So when someone thinks about actually putting their information in, what can I do to accelerate that thinking process and actually get them to close faster? So we built all of our sites to include all of that stuff. Why? Because at the end of the day, it's super important for me to get people off of my site and into my lead flow. And that's what I want to do is in that capacity, right? Uh, and the number 10 is actually credibility. So credibility is massively important, right? Whether you've done zero deals, five deals, 500 deals, or 5,000 deals, we want to show people that we're credible. And as we've already showed in the stats before, having... Um, having a great website is, uh, from a design standpoint, is one of the most important things that you can do when it comes to building more credibility, right? It's just the design. Now, obviously, when it comes to other factors, there's more, right? Like, we want to have our experience. If we've, um, if we've got any sort of form formal education or, you know, you're part of a, uh, a mastermind, an education group, a training group. Um, you know, you bought post, uh, uh, what do they call it? Post, not postgraduate, but, uh, you know, like if you, if you're, if you're part of like a fortune builders or a homeschool by Tark or any of those educational programs of that nature, right. Talk about that, right. That adds to your credibility, show the deals you've done. Even like, for example, your personal residence, if you bought and sold your own house or multiple houses that you've owned and sold in the last few years, talk about those too, right? Obviously, it gives you some level of credibility over somebody else, right? Because you've gone through the process. Even if it wasn't for your business, it's still experience in your life. If you helped a friend buy or sell a house, if you've done commercial projects or been a part of the commercial projects, add those in there. Anything that shows that you're there. If you're an agent, talk about how you're an agent, right? That, all right, that sets your credibility way up because you have to go through training usually, uh, education, get certified, get a license, do all of that stuff, right? That's training. That's credibility. So talk about all those things as you build, right? If you focus on talking about those 10 things on your site, you're going to have better long-term viability of converting uh, potential uh, visitors from potential leads and potential customers into actual leads and actual customers, right? And so um, that's what I wanted to share in this training. Um, if you have any questions or anything else comes up, just drop a comment. I get notified about all the comments on these videos and I will drop in and be happy to answer them. Uh, of course, this is being recorded. It will be added to the guides section along with all the other training that we're doing. And stay tuned every single Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern time to drop in for training. Um, next week, we actually have a guest coming in. Her name is Michelle. And uh, Michelle has gone from zero to 19 deals in nine months. Zero to 19 deals in a month. So if you are a newer investor and you're struggling to get going and you want to know how to accelerate your results, be on that call. Note in your calendar, 2 p.m. Uh, sorry, 2 p.m. Eastern time um, on Tuesday. Every single Tuesday will be there. Of course, it'll be recorded and posted here too. Um, but that's it for now. 
I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Go out there, crush it. And as always, all I ask is a simple payment for this. Invite three friends to this group. That's it. Very simple. Costs you no money. Just, you know, five minutes of your time. Uh, and because guess what? This is all great stuff. But if people aren't here to learn from it, then we're not going to uh, learn and grow. So uh, thanks so much. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. This podcast is sponsored by 3 Degrees Consulting. If you need funnels, websites, paid ads management, or help with any of your digital marketing, 3 Degrees Consulting is your go-to source for everything. Check them out at www.go3dc.com. That's G-O, the number three, D is in degrees, C is in consulting.com. Go check them out right now.